Trending now. Good morning. This is Ben Rogers. I continue visiting with local government leaders across the Upper Cumberland. Today, I welcome Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty to share with us all the exciting things going on in Jackson County, and we will discuss budget adoption process for the fiscal year 1920 budget. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Mr. Rogers. Thank you for being here. I, you and I have known each other for several years now. One of the first moments we were able to work together was actually on the reapportionment committee in 2011. Yep. I don't know if you remember that. I do. But you were a newly elected commissioner in 2010. Yep. And we started our journey together with that committee. And reapportionment something counties go through every 10 years. And Mayor John Kaysen actually appointed you to the committee. Yep. So you and I worked uh, with the election office and other committee members and sat in the election office and met for several times, yep. looking at lines, drawing up lines for voters, uh, for, for citizens of those districts, and making it work according to the state law. And that's kind of where we started. And ever since then, we've, we've worked together, and you as a commissioner and now mayor, uh, especially through the budget process. And so our relationship has developed. I appreciate you're a good friend of mine. And I wanted you to come on today to share with those uh, listening about Jackson County, about what y'all have been through the last few years and where you are now, because you're in a good spot now. But the the thing I want to start with is why did you decide to become a county commissioner in 2010? What made you want to serve Jackson County? Well, and, and to be honest, it, uh, and I'll just tell you the truth, I uh, was one of those people that always complained. My county, my property taxes continued to go up, and I complained and complained and complained, uh, 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 complained about it. And my pastor at the time, uh, the late Tom Lyles, uh, one day we were sitting and uh, uh, eating, and I was complaining, and he said, you know, how, you know how you can fix that, don't you? And I said, what's that? He said, won't you run for commission? He says, you know, and uh, uh, I believe that Christian people should be involved in politics, sure. uh, like a lot of people don't, but I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he said that, and I said, you know what? Good idea. So I did. Right. I had no idea what was uh, in front of me. <laughs> well, you've done a good job, and you ran, got elected in 2010, and you were reelected in 2014 as a county commissioner. That is correct. And so you went through some tough times, which we'll we'll get to that later on about the financial and budget woes the county had back in the early part of the decade, 2011, 2012. You ran. Uh, for re-election in 2014, you, you were elected as commissioner. And what process, what year, the county commission actually elected you as chair of the commission. And in Jackson County, the history of that normally went to the, the county mayor as chair. So what year did they elect you as chair as county commission? 2014. 2014. So your second term in, yeah. they decided to put you chair. And, and for a county, in my experience with working with counties, that historically uses the county mayor as chairman of the county commission. To change from that, it's a big deal. Um, what made them decide to put you as chair? I'm not sure. I I know that uh, they were looking for uh, new leadership, and, um, you know, uh, we felt like that's something that was missing from our commission, and I'm talking about the one that I was a part of in 2010, and it kind of seemed like leadership came from the floor too often. But, um, you know, they came to me. I I didn't ask for it. Uh, They came to me, a, a group of them did, and said, hey, would you be our chairman? And I told him I'd pray about it and think about it. And then I come back and said, if you want me to be, I will be. And, of course, that was a nervous night. I won't ever forget that. That's kind of crazy. But, uh, you know, I, I agreed to do it and uh, uh, took on the budgeting process. And uh, from that day forward, uh, kind of headed up uh, uh, the commission. And, and I've not regretted it. It was a good learning experience for me. That was real important, especially today, the role I'm in as county mayor. That kind of gave me the tools to, to do that with it. I couldn't. I feel like that it was... 
uh, imperative that I become that, even though I didn't know that. It's kind of like it was predestined to happen, which right. I'm glad. Have you noticed since you become county mayor, and we'll get to that history as well, the, the difference of being on this side of it instead of being the county commissioner? Cause, and you hate to pick sides. You hate to say there's sides of it, but what it's it's two different functions. The county legislative bodies passing a budget passing procedures and policies for the county. The county mayor is the CEO and the CFO in some counties, in your county, that's the case because y'all fall under general law, which is a general operating law for budgeting and finance accounting. It's two different perspectives. It's it's funny. And I'm laughing because you're right. Uh, When you're on the commission side, all right, so no, no, no. I mean, that's what you say, and I'm sitting there beating on the table, but that's what you say, Mm -hmm. and it's easy to say no, Mm -hmm. and it's easy to say why, and it and then you get on the other side, and you know, my uh, commi- I have a great commission. I, I love all my commissioners, and um, they are uh, this new commission. The old commission was great too, and the but the new one, uh, I'm really enjoying serving with them. And, I've, and we can talk about that more later. But they're just excited to serve, and I, I'm glad to see that. But the, some of the older ones, my buddies, they're like, man, there's a change in you. Well, it's inevitable because you're right. And I think that it helps, and I could be wrong. I know that not all counties have county mayors that served on the commission. I almost believe that it ought to be a prerequisite. I, I really do, because you see both sides of the fence when you do that. Right. You're not seeing just one side. I see the side that they're coming from, and I'm trying to be conscious of that. Uh, I don't want them to be left in the dark. Okay, I still remember. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I remember the first time that you was at the budget committee and you brought some news to me that I didn't want to hear. Right. Okay, so I don't never want my commission and my budget committee to be in that that situation. Right. I want them to know everything. I want to be transparent. And that's why, as a mayor, I don't want to hide that from them. I want them to say the truth, you know. Uh, Last year when I done the budget, I told the outgoing commission, um, which half of them stayed, but I told them then, uh, we're not doing a property tax increase this year, but I'm not going to promise you we won't next year because I'm I'm seeing the numbers and I'm worried. Right. Of course, you know we're fortunate this year, but but you know uh, the, the whole point of that is I don't want to hide anything from them. Sure. Revenues are not coming in. I want them to know because right. I've been on that side <laughs> of the fence. You want transparency, right? This is trending. I'm Ben Rogers visiting with Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty. We're talking about maybe the, the history and the process of you getting to where you're at, and it, it's unusual for a county the last four terms to have four different county mayors yes and you actually were appointed uh midterm or later on the term as county mayor to an unfortunate circumstance where the county mayor passed away yes and the one thing about being chairman as a county commissioner the law says if that vacancy occurs in in that manner then the chair steps in temporarily as the county mayor and then the county commission has a role or duty to fill that vacancy until either the next election or uh, the next point of time. So you were temporarily put in as county mayor based on law, and then the commission picked you as the county mayor to fill out that term. That's correct. Then you ran as county mayor. How many people, do you recall how many people ran in that election? Yeah, there was five of us. So five (laughs) people in, in Jackson County. For those that don't know, do not have primaries. It's a it's a nonpartisan election, so they have a general election in August every four years. So there can be twenty people that that run for county mayor, uh, and one person gets elected. And so five people ran. You won. The you talked about that experience as a county commissioner. I believe it does help. And for those that are maybe listening for the first time, the reason we've worked together is I'm a county government consultant with University of Tennessee, and I work with county officials across Upper Cumberland. And that's where we got our start. But I have seen 
a lot of commissioners run for county mayor and be successful because right. of that knowledge, because of being on that side and, and, and looking at the budget and going through the budget and all the policy procedures they deal with. I've seen a couple not do so well, and those for different reasons, mainly because <clears throat> they wanted power and they tried right. to abuse that power. That's not the case in Jackson County. It's not the case in a lot of my counties. It's going really well. We have several county mayors now that yeah. are county commissioners. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've – uh, majority of my counties i guess at least half are that way uh and out of 13 so you're commi- you're now the county mayor you've seen the commission side you you were very involved as a budget committee member as a county commissioner as well and that's where we really do a lot of our work those committees in jackson county you don't have to give me all of them what are some of those committees that work really well in jackson county that you've seen the last few years as commissioner and mayor well, the ones that we really use a lot, and I, I mean, I'm leaning on them, and I've, I've noticed in the past that's been the case, but we budget committee, of course, is, is your primary committee. Solid Waste is a big committee in our county. Uh, we use it a lot. Uh, uh, I wire those people out. I kind of feel sorry for them. Uh, but we, you know, I bring them in at, uh, several times a year uh, to help make decisions and keep them aware. And, and of course, you have to. You have to do uh, APRs and you have to do these certain meetings. And then Ambulance Committee, use it quite a bit. Uh, I know uh, different counties have different names for them, but that's what we call them in Jackson County. And, and we use them uh, uh, quite often. And then Law Enforcement Committee. That's my four major committees. You have a building committee. Depends on what you got going on. If we have some construction projects or we have some things coming up, we use the building committee quite a bit. That would be your fifth one. The rest of them, uh, airport committee, forgot about it. Uh, yeah, I use that a lot. <laughs> the airport committee is a big committee in Jackson County, and yeah. we've worked on that some. They've, um, in the past few years, actually received some good grants from the state and yes. the and federal uh, agency to fund that airport. A lot of those are hang- – a couple of hangars were yes. built. Yep. And so people, the public and other people, can utilize that airport. Of course, we have a regional airport in White County for White and Putnam County, but – your airport's used quite often. It is. It is. It's, it's used more for small sure. planes. Uh, we only have 3,600-foot uh, 3, of runway, in which uh, federal law uh, and insurances have changed. To, that's cut down on who can land there. But uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, small planes and a lot of ultralights that really utilize theirs. There's a waiting list to get into our hangars. Uh, we have 20 hangars, and they're full. Sure. And uh, uh, people are waiting to get in there. Uh, we actually had a, a an emergency landing last week at our airport. You know, right. a prop broke on a guy going to right. uh, uh, Wisconsin, I believe it was. Right. And um, he had to make an emergency landing uh, in our airport. So there's a bunch of naysayers about our airport. But, hey, that, a man, two men are alive today that, and it could go. be uh, to do with our airport. So the airport's useful in Jackson County. Yeah. We're discussing government structure and the budget process with Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty. I'm Ben Rogers, and this is Trending. Trending now, the financial and budget history for Jackson County over the last 10 years or so. Here with me to discuss the history is Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty. I'm Ben Rogers. Mayor, we've been talking about the uh, county commission and your history as county commission and, and now county mayor. How many members make up the Jackson County Commission? 18. 18. So for anything to get done, in most cases, you need 10 people to say yes. That's correct. Uh, that's a majority vote, a simple majority vote. And we're in budget season. You're still working through the budget process, and uh, we will get to that current situation. The history in Jackson County, the last nine or 10 years or so, and, and it started, I guess, fiscal year 2011, was kind of a bad time financially for the county, and I worked closely with the county uh, and with the administration at that time. 
that that year, fiscal year 2011, saw Jackson County actually use up almost $700,000 of fund balance in general fund. So started year 2011 with about $652,000 in fund balance. And that's cash for the county to operate on the general fund. The general fund is providing services for uh, ambulance, sheriff's office, the jail, all the county offices, county mayor, registered deeds, county clerk, trustee, all those offices. That comes out of that general fund budget. I say that because it, some people from more familiar with city government, it's different. 2011 was not a good year. There were some amendments uh, and some extra expense that year, and, and a couple of those things come out of the sheriff's office. Correct. $400,000 more was spent in the sheriff's office budget, and $200,000 more was spent in the jail budget than originally appropriated or originally approved by the commission for 2011. Do we know what happened there? We Well, I don't know. I don't remember all the details. Mm-hmm. I know we bought some uh, cars. Uh, we did that with a capital outlay note, though. Um, you know, and I'm just going to be honest. I can't remember every little detail. That was several years ago. Sure. But I do remember it was due to poor oversight. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, I don't know how else to answer that. Right. And, and and often, and I can help you with that, too, because I'm a county commissioner as well in Putnam County. But oftentimes, our department heads will come to the committee and commission with needs. And yeah. they come because they have a reason and they feel justified and the commission wants to help. And the commission wants to provide funding for those departments. Sometimes it, it's overspent, uh, maybe too much help at one time. In that case, it, it really put Jackson County's general fund in a in a bind. Ended fiscal year 2011 in the hole, actually. Yes. And that's very rare for a county to do, to end the year in the hole. Negative uh, $46,000 they finished with. And everybody's like, how do you have negative cash? Well, on the books, it was negative. And what that meant is when you started July 1, fiscal year 2012, you didn't have any money to make payroll. Mm. You didn't have any money to, to pay the insurance, the, the maintenance contracts or software agreements. So the county had to go borrow some money and actually borrowed that money from another fund yes. in the county debt service because at the time debt service was healthy. They they were actually um, ended the year in 2011 with $1.4 million. Correct. So debt service fund is utilized to pay principal and interest on capital projects the county has done, jails, schools. That fund balance is really healthy at 1.5, but our general fund, or the county's general fund, finished at minus 46. So July, the county commission uh, entered into a tax anticipation note and borrowed that money from the, the debt service fund. Tell me what happened that year that should have happened in repaying that money back to the debt service fund. Well, <laughs> so you, you, this was two, 2011. Mm-hmm. So we're going into the 2012 budget. Right. And you you borrowed money from, from your debt service, expecting that the, the land taxes will come in, and you're anticipating that they'll come in good, sure. your revenues come in, and you will pay all that back. Well, as you well know, uh, that year we went upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we basically ended up with a million dollar shortfall. Uh, we borrowed a million dollars from ourselves uh, to get through the fiscal year between um, uh, county general and solid waste. And at the end of the tax uh, revenue, at the end of the June the thirtieth, twenty twelve, we didn't have the money to pay it back. Right. And I, I can remember I was appointed to the budget committee that year. We had a commissioner who had um, resigned and moved. He, he moved because of job. And I, I was appointed to the budget committee. And I, I was one of the commissioners that went to the budget committee before I was a budget member. So, uh, And I think I was the only one non-budget member that was coming to the meeting. So they felt that they ought to appoint me, which I appreciate, and they did. And I remember sitting down uh, at a nine at a meeting. It was in July. 
And I remember uh, Ben Rogers being there, who <laughs> I had met, and I knew that he was with CTAS, and I knew that he was supposed to be smart. And I remember he looked over. Uh, I was sitting across the, the table from you, and and the mayor said, I'll let Ben tell you. Ben told us that we uh, owed ourselves a uh, million dollars and that we didn't have it. It was actually 900, I think it was 960,000. And we didn't have the money to pay it back. And we were going to have to do something or the state was going to help us do it. Right. And uh, you were pretty blunt. I was. I was pretty mad. Um, didn't like you at that moment. Right. But it wasn't your fault. Right. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. I understand. Um, it, but, you know, that was a learning curve. And sure. that's what I mean by I want my commission to be informed. Sure. I want them to know what's going on. I, they shouldn't hear it from you. They should hear it from me. I, and I just fully believe that. Um, uh and I should have been the one, you know, I I'm, I watch revenues. I check revenues monthly, if not weekly. It just depends. Right. I was about to say, I, every time I'm there, you're talking about revenues. Yeah, I'm checking them on a regular basis because I want to know if they're not coming in. Now, let me go back and give a little more history. You know, the comptroller's office gave us uh, grace because that's what you call it. Sure did. He gave us grace on $360,000. No, $300,000, mm-hmm. $310,000. He said, you're going to pay back six fifty, right. and you're going to do it in $130,000 payments, yep. and you're going to get one year off, and then you're going to do it in five years. And that's kind of how that went. I think that might be right. I don't know if my math worked it out. Is. It's, it's close enough. Yeah. And I was a part of that discussion and negotiation. This is Trending. I'm Ben Rogers discussing with Mary Randy Hetty from Jackson County about some of the budget struggles in the county the last few years. They're recovering, thankfully. Uh, I We talk about that time where you're struggling as a county and i spent a lot of hours on the phone with the mayor and uh, the budget director with the comptroller's office negotiating that deal uh, promising we would do uh, fund balance policies and cash management policies and uh, work some stuff up and put in writing that the commission would do their best to abide by 2012 was a tough year as well Um, ended up a little bit more in the hole than had planned on, but based on some economic factors as well. But you move forward to 2013, and was that a reappraisal year, 2013? I don't think it was. No, it was not. It's just a year y'all raised taxes. Yes. Uh, the county commission voted to raise taxes. And that's the year, and, and of course, I worked with y'all the whole time, that's the year we did will tax scenarios. We yeah. did property tax increase scenarios. We looked at every option the county would have by law to increase funding. Sales tax was not an option. Uh Will tax was already being utilized, and so the property tax was basically it. Yeah, and that's the the only really revenue the county commission has a complete authority over to increase. And y'all did a tax increase. We did. Do you remember the amount of fifteen? Fifteen cents. So we had did we had did a dime, ten cents in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and hoping in in if you've ever been through that, you you've got eighteen commissioners, you've got sixteen absolute no's. So to get a dime was was great. Well, we come back, we got this shortfall, we got to do something, so we do another 15 cents. That's not enough, and we know it, but it's a good Band-Aid. You said it would make right. the comptroller happy. And, and, and at the same time, we sent down to the um, legislation uh, a private act to increase our wheel tax was from $15 to um, to $40. Okay, 15 got went, had went to the school since the, since the 80s. And so we also did a $25 wheel tax increase to help and in jackson county at that time uh that was almost a 20 cent tax increase so if you put 10 15 25 
That's what we raised the land taxes a quarter. If you had the wheel tax in, we was almost 45 cents worth of property tax increase. Um, you know, being mayors and county commissioners, we th- look at everything with a penny. That's right. So you, you, you look at that. So those were the things that we did. We happened to have a wheel tax, so all legislation had to do was – Approve the Private Act, Private Act. So it come back. It was hard to get a two thirds vote on that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, and that's one of the few things in county government that require a two thirds vote. And the wheel tax, we'll mention because it comes up in a lot of my counties every year at budget time. And really, budget time is not the time to discuss it. It's, it's you want that's to right. discuss it earlier on in the year, and nobody wants to start raising any kind of tax early on in the year. But the wheel tax can be passed by three ways, and the first ways, the first way normally commissions try is two consecutive meetings by two-thirds vote, then wait 30 days to see if it gets petitioned by the people. If it doesn't, that will tax has been enacted, goes through the state process, they do the paperwork, then they allow the county to start collecting will tax. If the people petition, then it's going to a referendum and it's going to a vote. County commission can then decide to fund a special election, which doesn't happen a lot because that costs money, or they wait to the next election and the people vote on it then. Uh, I get asked, what's the success rate of passing the wheel tax in the county? And it all depends on the dynamics uh, of the county. But uh, it's really 50-50 uh, that I've seen since I've been working uh, with counties over 14 years. Half the time, the wheel tax can get approved. And what makes that successful is when a county is transparent. Right. They state clearly the needs uh, that the wheel tax will be used for in funding and the people understand what it is. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not advocating for one or not. I'm just telling you how it's passed or, and how it gets passed. The second way is for the commission by a majority vote just say, hey, well, you know, we're going to put this on the referendum for the people to decide if they want a wheel tax instead of a property tax increase or some other increase. And then the third way is by a private act. And a lot of times that don't work because the legislators don't want to tax the people that are voting for them at the General Assembly. So that's just one thing uh, with the budget. We'll continue to talk about the budget with Mary Randy Hay from Jackson County. This is Trending, and I'm Ben Rogers. As in most counties, the demand for services are increasing. I am joined today by Randy Hetty, Jackson County Mayor, to discuss the adoption of their fiscal year 2019-2020 budgets. That's Trending, and I'm your host, Ben Rogers. Mayor, the... The county's come a long way from 2012 and 2013. You mentioned tax increase of 15 cents in 2013. That was needed. It was needed to get you out of the hole, the, the county as a whole. You were a commissioner at the time. Uh, 2014, you became chairman. Yes. And I can say, starting with 2013-14, with my assistance with the county and, and my my little bit of oversight that y'all asked me to have, thumb out started growing. One, you had a tax increase. Two, the oversight of the commission they became more involved. Yeah. And I would say that you being elected chair of that commission had a lot to do with that. You would call me two, three times a week, sometimes, with questions, good questions. How do we do this? And you actually, your knowledge was better than what you had given yourself credit for because you already knew a lot of the answers. You wanted some confirmation. Right. So what happened, 2014, your role, what was your role in that oversight? Well, just to keep an eye on the numbers, you know, asking um, the mayor at the time, um, you know, hey, we need a, a revenue report. Hey, we need a printout. And how are we doing on our spending? Uh, should we be at 33% and we're at 60%? What's that look like? You know, what's going on? Um, and, I'm, I'm, and it's just um, you learn something through the, 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 the bad days. All right. So I used to call them the dark days. Sure. So through do the dark days, I learned something uh, from somebody who was teaching me about budget, conservative, conservative, conservative. 
Keep your revenues conservative. Keep your expenditures at what they are. You don't have to be conservative. Just keep them at what they are and do your revenues conservative, and things will work out in the end. And, that, and that's what we've practiced. So I found out that department heads, and, and I'm hoping my commission um, is doing the same with me, uh, if you will keep them, um, if you'll keep an eye on them, you keep them honest. And that's all you're wanting to do. And, and if you'll keep you honest and you know that they're watching, sure. that's oversight. Mm-hmm. And you'll try not to overspend. You'll try to stay in your budget, you know, because that, that, that's what you want. Right. And I've been able to witness several budget committee meetings and commission meetings in Jackson County, and there is good oversight and good communication throughout the legislative body. Yeah. Uh, and, and now with you as mayor and chair of the commission and, and your office, you've got a good office and good staff there. And the, the officials have good people working the highway department, uh, Preacher Anderson's been there for uh, ever, and he does a great job. And actually, uh, I would love to share a story. One of the first times I attended a meeting in Jackson County was, I believe, in 2007 or eight, And he had asked for – you were not there yet as a commissioner. He had asked for, I think, some dump trucks, some kind of big piece of equipment, and he'd asked for help from the commission, a capital outlay note. And he did his presentation. I remember sitting by Joe Barlow, the director of schools at the time, who recently retired. And I was there to talk about some budget stuff as well. And Preacher said, you know, I'm asking for this amount of money. I can't remember, maybe $100,000, $90,000 for a dump truck. And nobody said anything. Nobody made a motion to approve. And he stood there. And nobody made a motion. He finally said, boys, I've always been told, if you're going to learn how to swim, you got to get wet. I heard a motion. I heard a second. (laughs) Past eighteen zero, and, and preacher got his dump truck. And sometimes it takes a little bit of um, common sense and plain plain talk to yeah. get your point across. Now I feel like that's not necessary in Jackson yeah. County. Uh, everybody's very transparent and communicates, and y'all dug yourself out of a hole. The fund balance has grown since two thousand thirteen. Uh, it went from finishing the year with that tax increase with six hundred thousand dollars in fund balance, and this is general fund. And has grown steadily since then. You started 2019, the, the fiscal year we just 2018 19, the fiscal year we just closed. You actually started the year with a little over two million dollars yes. in fund balance. That's a long way from 2012 being a minus 155 thousand dollars in fund balance. So in seven years, the county, through revenue growth, and oversight and right. management by those officials, have grown to two million dollars. The the budget process for fiscal year nineteen twenty is you're you're in the middle of it. Budget committee, how many times the budget committee met so far? I'm, I'm afraid to say. Afraid to say a lot. Yeah, yeah, sixteen, twenty times Cause at least. Because you're meeting and the way you do it, the way the county does it, you're really going through line item by line item. We do. I've been there several times where we went through every single line item uh, for two or three hours, and that's okay. Yeah. The budget committee is tasked with that kind of work, so you've met sixteen, twenty times. What day are you looking to pass a budget? August 12th. Do you see, is there a proposed tax rate yet? Has there been a talk of increasing taxes to fund the budgets? No. And what kind of services are y'all trying to fund? Are you trying to increase any services, or are you kind of staying status quo? Most of it's uh, staying the same. There's a couple things that we're doing that's kind of unique. Um, uh, One of the things is we don't have a solid waste director in Jackson County, and so your mayor's your solid waste director. And here's what, we, you know, and I told him to give me a year. Some people kind of wanted to look at doing it a year ago. Uh, but I told him to give me a year and find out if that was necessary. Well, here's what I know it's necessary. <laughs> I can't do what I need to be a doing as mayor 
And what I mean is being the face of the county, the chief financial officer, and out there and hustling and trying to uh, improve the quality of life for our citizens, trying to build economic development, uh, trying to find ways to have an economic impact on our community. I can't be doing that stuff if I'm worried about solid waste. So we're going to create a solid waste director uh, this year, I hope, if, it, if the budget passes. It's out of, it's out of budget committee. And uh, so that's, a, that's something I'm real happy about. Uh, it takes a burden off of me. The second thing is uh, we're going to create two road deputies um, that we don't have t- today. Uh, one has been um, part-time road, part-time school resource officer. And with the governor's new initiative, uh, with trying to help uh, protect schools, uh, the grant funding has opened up for school resource officers. So we're trying to get uh, uh, the new director of schools, Ms. Christy Brown, who has been a, a joy to work with, uh, absolutely tremendous, um, and uh, just got a great relationship. She's going to go after two, one for Gainesville Elementary and then one for Dotson's Branch, but be a full-time. Dotson's Branch has been a part-time. In other words, if the officer uh, didn't have no calls in the Dotson's Branch area or was not needed in another part of the county or in they could stay there sure. and kind of protect school. Well, what happened was we're finding out that the officer wasn't there a whole lot. Right. Might be there all day today, but then the next three days may be gone half the day. Right. So you're not really protecting the school. Sure. And Dodson's Branch is a remote school in our county, oh, yeah. and uh, whom we love those people, and 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 we love that school. So we're Miss Christie, Miss Brown is going after um, two uh, full time school resource officers okay. through the new grant funding. So. Uh, what that has done is that's freed up that deputy to be a road deputy, and then we created another road deputy, uh, a new job. So right. we increased uh, the payroll one, and then hopefully we're going to get a grant for two more. We also bought some control uh, patrol vehicles uh, uh, in this budget. Uh, we are uh, putting aside some money um, to buy some new vehicles or use vehicles. Uh, we've done real good. We've bought several in the past years. Uh, two to three a year try to buy these ones from Missouri or somewhere you know that's got some miles on them but they got a lot of life left so we're going to try to do that this year but we're going after six to eight vehicles okay and um, because the fleet that was bought on the capital outlay note in 2010-2011 is they're they're at the end they're 200,000 plus miles and they're at the end of their life they're costing us a lot of money and maintenance as you know uh, vehicle maintenance uh, in the sheriff's department will kill you sure so we're at that point now the good thing about that also i'm doing an ambulance remount <laughs> got an ambulance we need to take off the road so we're doing that we got a grant from usda rural development to pay for 30 percent of it and then the other uh, 60 70 uh, percent we're having to come up on our own so uh, we're going to be doing that and the cool thing is we're not doing that in our budget all right. So one of the things I learned a few years ago was we had a bunch of money uh, with an airport grant. We had a million dollars, and that money was messing Miss Simple-Minded Country Boy from Jackson County. We was trying to do budget process. I was chairman, and I couldn't I, – I, you're trying to do your expenditures, and you know with grant money, it's a wash. Right. Okay, right. you got money in, money out, That's but right. when you've got all these grants going on, mm-hmm. and they're a million dollars or half a million dollar grants, we ended up, I called you one time, was trying to get the budget together to get it passed, and uh, we were upside down $900,000, and there was no way. Right. You know, we had only done a $150,000 worth of increase in uh, expenditures, and yet we were showing we're upside down, so you had to come in and help me, and you brought a friend from CTAS, sure. a co-worker, right. and I remember um, 
he made the comment. Me tell you, we found the money. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. You guys helped me find the money. But he made the comment. In my county, we started the capital projects budget for that. Right. And so you put that money over there. So that was a big deal. Okay. Right. So I don't have to deal with that no more. Right. It made it so much easier. Right. So my point about the cars and the ambulance, what we're doing with those, instead of trying to put that money in your budget and make a property tax increase, we're moving that money. Uh, we're doing two hundred and sixteen thousand dollars from our fund balance in the capital projects just to pay for that. And that way, it's not in your budget. I ain't got to do a property tax. I'm not. I'm not borrowing money to do this, so I don't have more debt. Right. So they're paid for. Sure. And, and I, I recommended that to, and when you asked me about. It, I said that's great. You're being transparent. You're you're separating general revenues like property taxes, fines and fees that that pay for operating expenses. That's right. You're separating that money out because capital expenditures or anything over your threshold as a county and i believe in jackson county's ten thousand dollars is your capital is. threshold mm-hmm. so anything over ten thousand dollars one-time purchase usually is a capital asset so you're taking that money and putting the capital projects fund so people know whatever spent on that capital projects fund is used for capital assets training today the challenge of meeting the demands for services in the jackson county area we continue to discuss what's to come for jackson county with mary randy hetty it's all right. i'm ben rogers this is trending there are good things happening in Jackson County, and Mary Randy Hetty is leading those efforts. He is visiting with me today. I'm Ben Rogers, and this is Trending. Continuing the discussion on the fiscal year 1920 budget, Mayor, we have discussed general fund. It's in great shape. Mm-hmm. How are the other funds in the county doing? You, highway fund, general purpose school, debt service, solid waste. How are their fund balances, and how are they performing? They're, they're doing real well. Uh, the school has, of course, uh, we're fortunate in Jackson County schools. You know, uh, former director Joe Barlow. Uh, set a high mark, and uh, we're. Un- I know a lot of counties struggle in that area, but it- it- we're very fortunate. And the fund balance there is uh, roughly eight, eight, eight and a half million dollars uh, in schools. So, That's really good for a county that size. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. And I, I worked with Mr. Barlow a lot as well, and he was very conservative, but he was also trying to improve the school system, the quality of education for the students. They've done a great job. I'll, I'll say one thing about the school budget that you don't see in some counties. They pay for their debt. They do. Uh, and and so, like in Putnam County, we fund the school debt. The county commission does. In Jackson County, the school board takes their their funding in general purpose school and pays for that debt. What kind of debt does the county have currently? All right, so your school system uh, uh, has roughly they have two loans uh, 3.6 1.7 so they have 5.3 million dollars total now that wasn't when i first became a commissioner that was around nine so as you can see that's coming down and sure. in, in eight years in well nine now that i've been involved and you're right uh, one of the things i learned is being mayor you know i go down to the the class i mean i, I was interim uh, appointed mayor for several months but i go down to the class in murfreesboro and i find out if the school board decides they don't want to pay for the debt uh, the county's liable for it so it's it's nice to have the school board on your side you sure. know but one thing certain in county government is the county commission's authority on funding debt other departments can pay their debt but if they don't you the are. county commission will pay for yeah. it. So yeah. I think you probably heard that from me. There's been a couple of yeah. times I broke your heart, and I'm sorry. But yeah. that yeah, that is definitely uh, based on TCA that that happens. Uh, any other debt other than school debt? Yeah, we do. And in, in, uh, the county has some debt. We have the uh, – and it's jail debt that we have ourselves. And I'll have to put my glasses on to read it because uh, uh, $2.7 total, two notes, 1.9 is one and 800000 is the other. So we have two, $2.7 you know, we like about 10 years on that. We have a variable rate uh, debt. We have it with the state. 
and uh, it's it's done real well for us. Uh, we we've done good. I'm I'm comfortable where we are. We're paying our debt. We have a, a couple of outlay uh, capital outlay notes out there. A little over two hundred something thousand dollars left on them. One of them will be paid this year, and the other one. Uh, uh, so it's. Yeah, it's about two hundred thousand. So we like one more. A couple of years, we'll have it paid, and we'll have all that done. I, I, uh, you hear in county government. I don't know how it is in Putnam County, uh, but I know that I hear all the time. Well, let's just get a capital outlay now, you know. And uh, no, right. You know, that's with the cars. I just right. mentioned in the last segment right. that we're going to do that in capital project. First word from a commissioner's mouth was, "Let's just do a capital outlay note." And I said, "Let's just don't." Did you tell them why? Yeah, I told them why. Why do we want that debt when I can pay it off? Right. I mean, in debt service, um, you know, you you we beat our debt service up. Sure. And uh, and I'm, I don't know how other counties are, but I know that we have, and we have a good debt service. Debt service is one point four. It's 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 a hovering one point three, one point four. So I'm not concerned but if if it could build it'd be better sure. you know so that's what i'm after uh road you asked about the other department a uh, road uh, preacher does a great job uh, preacher anderson's who i'm talking about a road superintendent sure. and uh, he does a fantastic job i mean you can't and sue davidson is his bookkeeper and uh, sue's the best she's the best mm-hmm. you just can't ask for any more than what they do uh, i'm not sure what his fund balance is four hundred thousand i'm not sure five uh it's Seems like road departments across the state, none of them have a big surplus of money. But that fuel tax comes in, that's really nice, and that kind of beefs their budget up. And, you know, we have some of the best roads in the county, so I can't say anything. Uh, uh, And let me say this about our schools. Uh, Miss Brown has actually taken one, uh, uh, I don't know how, it's over a million dollars, 1.2, 1.4 million, out of her uh, fund to do some capital projects this year. So I'm really excited. I'm really proud of her for doing that. Good. I'm really excited. Got to put a roof on the okay. high school. Sure. It's in bad shape. Sure. I think they're going to buy a couple of buses. I'm not sure how many, but the number's there. Right. Um, uh, so I'm really proud. I'm really glad they're doing that because that's stuff that needs to be done. And uh, the buses are costing around $90,000, yeah. $95,000 now. So that's not cheap. No, it's um, not. Especially when your pennies. So your pennies up to sixteen thousand. Well, this year certified penny seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand and eight. It's been growing since. And I, some people may seem that's a small amount, <laughs> but for a county the size of Jackson, uh, it's not a. It's a. It's a reasonable value of the penny. Uh, you're just limited on what you can find. So uh, this is trending. I'm Ben Rogers visiting with Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty. We're what's what's to come? Are you working and and that your role as county mayor is CEO CFO because of the structure of the government in Jackson County. And you mentioned you would like to get a solid waste director. That would free up some of your time. And you and you want to do that to focus on economic development. Right. You want to focus on bringing jobs or businesses or retail to the county because that's only building up your economy and it's helping your taxpayers. It's giving them more options. It's providing services for them. Is there anything coming in the future that you know of or can discuss? I know some things you can and cannot discuss about economic development in Jackson County. Right. Well, I'm excited, um, and it's hard for me. Uh, it's easy for me to get excited, but it's hard for me to share everything because you're right. There's some things that we can't talk about. You know, we're looking at industrial development, and I'm not going to get into the details of that. But you know, we are uh, we are making strides in that area. But been working with the um, uh, site development, and ECD, uh, TVA. Uh, in ID board, the local ID board. And so we've got some exciting things there that we're not ready to announce yet, but there are some good things going on, and good. you just have to trust me on that. Um, and then you see uh, you see some excitement around town. Uh, you know, unfortunately, and I'm talking about in Gainesboro. Uh, so you 
see some businesses close, it's kind of disheartening. Uh, but at the same time, uh, people want to see excitement. And, you know, positivity will always breed positivity. Absolutely. In the same way with negativity. Right. And, and, and my biggest battle is getting people to forget about, well, you're never going to change. Jackson County, you're never going to change Gainesboro. I'm just tired of hearing it. I mean, that's okay. They can continue to say it, but I disagree with them. Right. Uh, Can't never could. I try. That's what I was raised hearing, and so I'm just going to keep striving. Sure. And I've got people that's on board with me. We got a new chamber president uh, in uh, Jordan Hunter, who's a young man. Uh, He, he, I've got kids older than him, but you know, it's exciting to work with him, uh, Jay Casty, and. Uh, Jim Birdwell and ID board, they're excited about doing some things. That's all good stuff. And then you got Granville, which is booming. Um, Randall Clemens and what they're doing over there. We have a new, the marina owners down there, the Wildwood Resort and Marina. Very good, by the way. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. the food's true. If you like the Timberloft, yep. just go on over to Granville. They, the same people run that. Um, uh, and then John Dean and Natasha, uh, uh, they're out of Nashville. Uh, they're the investors down there. They have a they have two homes in Granville, um, but uh, great people doing great things down there. So you kind of see that excitement going on, right? Wow. They're going to expand their eating area. They're going to expand their cabins that they have. They're jam packed every weekend. Uh, I go down there often and eat because I love the food, right. but I also love the atmosphere. You know. Hey, if you like karaoke, Friday nights, it's tremendous. It's a lot of fun, trust me. Um, not that the mayor sings, but, you <laughs> right. know, hey, anyways. <laughs> I won't be joining you yeah, today. <laughs> uh, but it's just fun. And, you know, we have a, a former business. Uh, this is exciting. That was uh, That's closed. It's looking to reopen. Um, I know that the, the uh, they're looking at all options. Sure. And I believe sure. that they're going to reopen. Good. I believe that yeah. in my heart. Um, and uh, pretty famous place, and I, ho- I hope they do. I believe they will. So you kind of get that. When people start seeing um, excitement, they start seeing movement, then you kind of get some more excitement. we got a new uh, restaurant there on town that is opening here in the next few days. We have a coffee shop coming. Uh, they're going to serve, uh, I hope, this is what they're proclaiming, they're going to have waffles and chicken. So nice. I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, right. uh, and it's a coffee shop, for, uh, free Wi-Fi, so lots of good things going on. Uh, possibility, I don't know how much time I got, but, you know, I'm wanting to uh, uh, do something with Rowan River Park. It's something I ran on. It's a fact. It looks like that I'm going to be getting a grant to do a feasibility study. Now, a lot of people want to know why we don't just do something with it. Well, what are you going to do with it? Right. Okay, so if, number one, the Corps owns that, so we got to lease it as a county. Sure. So the Corps is going to want to know what your plan is, correct? The second thing is you're going to want to know what it's, the cost is going to be. Third thing is you want to, you, you're going to want to know what the economic impact is going to be on the county. Right. All right, so because uh, when you do things like that, it could bring a property tax increase. Absolutely. But, but what's, what's it going to bring economically in the future? So I want to get all of that. I want a feasibility study. I want to be able to lay it on the table. I want the public to be able to come in and say, yes, I'm for that. I want that. You've got my support. And if you get a public behind you, the 18 commissioners ain't got much choice but to help you, right? That's right. So it's leverage for me. Right. And so I want this study. And, uh, you know, we're wanting to create more campsites, tourism, Gainesboro, in Jackson County. We're in the opera, uh, right now in the middle of rebranding ourselves. So we're coming up with a brand. We've been doing this for seven months. We've got our, we're down to picking out colors, and now we needs a slogan, and we'll have our uh, rebranding done. And uh, you know, we're we're going in the right track. All this is positive, you know. So we're excited about what we're doing down there.
Randy, I appreciate you being here. And that's so good to hear that Jackson County is doing good things. My grandmother uh, on my father's side is from Jackson County, grew up at Shepherdsville Highway. I have family there. It's a big part of my life. Always want to see them be successful. Uh, with you at the lead and those commissioners and all those officials working together, the possibilities are endless. Appreciate you being here today. Uh, you're informing the, the people on what's going on in Jackson County. Anything you need from us, let us know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Trending. Hope you join me next week. Thank you.